This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am VLORGTZ, and with me today I have my usual co-hosts, Marion and Sakaki. Hey, hey, hey. What's slaying, folks? Not much this month, apparently, because we have very little news to cover this time around. Yeah, I guess at this point it is not surprising that things are slowing down until we get the U.S. release for the movie, which we'll have something to say about that later, but for now... Yes, indeed. I guess uh, Tanjiro's been working hard and doing his job saving humanity from the demons. So that's a good thing. There's only so many weeks in a row he can go just slaying demons, chopping his head off. Yeah, sometimes he got arrested in... in hug Nezuko a few times, have some food, bully Zenitsu for being a simp. All the good stuff. Oh, man. Uh, I didn't mind it. It, it. I said it off mic, but I actually watched the rest of the series. Like, Blu-ray box set too, and I actually find I, I didn't mind Zenitsu in Japanese, but I mind him a lot in English. No offense to his voice actor at all. Like, he did a great job with the material he was given, but, like, yeah, I really don't like him in English, in the dub. Like, it's not even his voice, it's just what was annoying about him in Japanese amplified in the language I am fluent in, I guess. I think I think it's one of those things, like, when you listen to it in a fluent language, it's like, oh, he's way more annoying than I remember. Yeah, that, that that's exactly it. Like, I definitely, I, I'm gonna... Whenever um, we are able to see um, Mugen Train, I'm going to try to watch it in both languages. But yeah, Zenitsu is kind of like going to be that one sticking point. Though I don't think he's that bad in the movie, though. I mean, in that arc, I should say. Yeah, I think he's like less annoying in that arc, at least from what I remember. So I'll be interesting to see how it is in the anime when we eventually watch the movie. But while there hasn't been a ton of Demon Slayer news... That hasn't been stopping people from buying Demon Slayer. That is true. Yes, the NPD book scan for February 2021 listed out the top 20 manga graphic novels as they usually do. And lo and behold, number three on the list is Demon Slayer Volume 20. And then following at number 15, we have... Demon Slayer Volume 1, the Coke classic of Demon Slayer. God. Did you say Coke classic? Yes, the Coke classic. Some people want that shiny new Demon Slayer volume, and some people just want to buy the OG Volume 1. People keep talking about this here Demon Slayer. Let's see what the what the, what, what that's all about. Hmm. I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Gotta read some demons like a C. Yeah. Oh my god. And uh, both these volumes also charted on the top 20 adult graphic novels list for MPD Book Scan, mainly because, like, that was also predominantly manga outside of the number one, which was In Love and Pajamas, because manga in general just does very well now in the US. So it's not very surprising that. If you're doing well in manga, you're also doing well for adult graphic novels, too. 
So good on Demon Slayer for continuing to make money. But uh, Demon Slayer isn't only continuing to make bank in the U.S., it's also making money overseas, specifically in Australia, New Zealand, and Malaysia. And that's because Demon Slayer Mugen Train took number one in the actual box office in those territories in the beginning of March. And... The film has ended up being the highest-grossing anime film for the anime distributor Madman Entertainment, and in total, the movie has brought in 2.8 million Australian dollars since March 7th, which is a ton of money, and that is the first time this century that an anime film has topped the Australian box office. The last time being Pokemon, the first movie in 1999. God. Holy crap. Yeah, so it even beat out Dragon Ball Broly with these numbers. I have yet to see that, and I really feel bad about that. <laughs> Sakaki, you should. It's it's a legitimately amazing movie for the animation alone. I I'm, I want to, but then it's like, since I'm on this show, with, I, I should just do watch it, though. I'm, I'm making excuses. Okay, Sakaki, I can convince you. It's the it's the One Piece Wano arc of DB Super. I mean, which isn't wrong because it's Nagamine who tra- who directed both of those. <laughs> That's literally the reason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I keep making excuses. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch it eventually with Colton. So I'll just wait till then. But I should just watch it now. That's gonna be in like five years. <laughs> yeah, but like, okay, imagine Nagamine working on a film instead of a tight weekly schedule. I mean, he did that. That's for, how insane it is. He did that for Film Z. It looks better than Film Z. Shit. Okay. Film Z was like seven years ago, dude. <laughs> Film Z is the Teletubbies compared to Broly. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you convinced me. Fine. I'll, I'll like track down a copy and get it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like dirt cheap now on like Amazon and other places. At least, like, 20 bucks or some shit. I was probably going to go on Amazon and buy a bunch of stuff today anyway, so I guess I'll throw that in, too. But yes, awesome. I should save my Dragon Ball commentary for my Dragon Ball podcast. Let's go back to Demon uh, Slayer, which, in New Zealand, it was the first anime film to bring in the box office numbers it is, which I'm not going to try reading. They're just a lot. <laughs> um, since Broly, which is probably why people brought it up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I was mentioning it. As far as Malaysia goes, in Malaysia, Mugen Train brought in 1.5 million RM um, to the international box office, which is also a huge accomplishment as well. And Demon Slayer is also continuing continuing to do very well in South Korea as well. Um, and it's brought in like a total of like 8.9 million there, uh, on the back of like over 1 million tickets sold. So yeah. That's very successful in the other parts of Asia outside of Japan. So not not only Japan is having the Demon Slayer fervor, it's going all around. That's a lot of 12-year-olds looking at Gore. <laughs> <laughs> oh According to the target audience. <laughs> anyway. But Demon Slayer is also still getting a lot of attention in Japan because Mugen Train took home the Japan Academy Film Prize for Animation of the Year. 
which is a very huge Japanese film award. And the film is also notable for this because it is the first anime franchise film to win the award and also the first anime film that was adapted from a weekly Shonen Jump property. And there have been other films that have been nominated before, like Evangelion K on One Piece, but they've only really won the one runner-up. So this is a very, like, huge accomplishment for that. You hear that, 4.0 fans? Get fucked. I think Daza was probably on the money when he said that, like, uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 is not going to assert Mugen Train at all, because that gap is uh, pretty big there. You're going to need another Uniqlo collab, Evangelion. I don't even think that's enough anymore. Not even Uniqlo can save us. Sounds like we, they have to call in bands. You cannot beat Demon Slayer. There you go. <laughs> the true, next ooh, Evangelion true. film title right there. You heard it now, folks. Go pre-order the tickets. Coming in 2030. Is this going to be like... It's going to be like 20 minutes of Shinji watching the scene uh, where uh, Tanjiro is like in the dream sequence. And then uh, the, the dude who invaded his dream is like warming up. And then he's just like, I want to be that guy. Then Asuka, Asuka wakes up and she's like, Demon Slayer? Disgusting. You fucking loser. <laughs> you still re-jump? <laughs> this is why we moved to big comic Shinji. Jesus Christ. Get into Shoggy, Shinji. Get into Shoggy. Aren't they like Kadokawa or something? Yeah, they're Kadokawa, I'm pretty sure. God, good. As long as it's not Gedanch. Oh, they're gonna stay there forever. Kadokawa's Iron Grip. Actually, where was the Evangelion manga published? Let's see here. Didn't Viz publish it? No, not not in the US. I mean, in Japan. Oh. Yeah, it was Kadokawa, because Shonen Ace and Young Ace. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was about to say, it was like one of the mainstays of Shonen Ace for a real long time. Even though it was on hiatus most of that time, though. Wasn't it on hiatus for like a crazy long time? I think it was on hiatus for like a year. A year? Just a year? Huh. It might have like popped in and out, but it ran for like 20 years, and it's only 14 volumes, so. Yeah, there there had to be like a couple long hiatuses there then. <laughs> but anyways... Yes, Demon Slayer is continuing to get tons of awards and all that success. But for a long time, we've been wondering, when's it come to home video? What is that beautiful Blu-ray going to grace fans in Japan? And we finally have that news. Mugen Train is coming to Blu-ray in Japan on June 16th. Breaking news. Inosuke has learned how to fly on a plane. <laughs> oh, man. So there will be a uh, limited edition and a regular edition of this release. And another notable thing about it is that the Japanese editions do come with English subtitles. So if you're very anxious to get your hands on a Blu-ray of Demon Slayer, Mugen Train, you'll have a viable way to watch it in a reasonable way without knowing Japanese. Dude, this brings me back to 2013 when I... Uh, I pre-ordered all the the JoJo 2012. Rulers. I was just I about to say that. Oh, my. yeah, that's what it was reminding me of too. Because I remember when that happened. Those subs were like mostly okay too. Actually, I mean they were better than the fucking Warner Brothers subs. For the we don't talk English about movies. that set. I bought that set when it came out. Oh, V Lord, my heart goes out to you. I wanted JoJo to succeed. Uh, but yeah, no, I I 
Well, I don't want to. Well, we're, we're, we're all being honest with each other here. I mean, I just got a torrent with those subs on it and I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize that they were those subs until I watched them on Crunchyroll. I'm like, huh, it seems a little less stiff. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, OK. <laughs> so these were just the, the subtitles that came on the Blu-ray that was as it was published in Japan. I mean, again, like I said, they weren't like bad they were very much understandable they were pretty good they just came off as kind of stiff once in a while for jojo yeah for jojo okay yeah that, that makes sense i remember the subs kind of being like that which i mean like we'll, we'll go into it soon here but it's not gonna be the only option to watch mugen train subbed but if you really want it and you really want it on a blu-ray specifically this is probably your best option for the near future and i believe pre-orders for it are already up so you can go hunt it down. So which one of us is getting the limited edition? Because that artwork is godly. I'm very tempted, but it's also going to be a lot of money. I mean, I might as well pay Aniplex prices if I'm going to get it. Maybe we should ask CJ to just do it for us, because he's the one who buys all the Aniplex releases. Jesus. <laughs> I might. I might. AOCJ. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him, ask him just like that, please. AOCJ, hey, hey, what's up? AOCJ, get cop us that uh, that good boogie drink. All of that swagger, one hundred percent of it. Just, just, just walk up to him like you're like, yo, hey, yo, man, can you cop me that that Demon Slayer joint? I right, thanks. Marion with that big LED energy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even wait for an answer. Just to be like, I right, thanks. Good looking out, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna slob squat and take a selfie. <laughs> but no, uh, the artwork for the limited edition looks so good. <laughs> yeah, like, I love the big, like, insert color spread that they have, too, where it's, like, Akaza and, like, everyone else, Rengoku and Enmu, just all duking it out. And, like, everyone's using, like, their breathing and, like, blood arts. Yeah, I, I really want it. And the special edition also comes with, like, a special CD drama um, and, like, an accompaniment music collection, which is really cool. That's what I need the most, because I'm always mad as fuck whenever I, I get, like, special editions, and they never have the fucking OST. Like, let me buy the fucking music. Yeah, it's really annoying. And I know, like, the Aniplex release, it's locked out to only the the limited edition, not the standard edition that Funimation has, which kind of sucks. But yeah, so... This Blu-ray is very tempting, and it's probably fairly expensive, but it might be worth it if you really want Demon Slayer. The V-Lord, what if I want to watch it, and I don't want to spend all that much money, but I'm really interested in the sub. Do you have any recommendations? Yes, I do, in fact, because Demon Slayer Mugen Train is coming to North American theaters in April. Yo, okay, tell me more. I'm interested. Yeah, so earlier in March, Aniplex USA announced that the movie would be arriving in theaters, including 4DX and IMAX, on April 23rd, both sub and dubbed. And the other notable thing is that tickets will be on sale on April 9th, and I'd be safe to assume that this is going to be in most theaters that you could think of that would usually have the Funimation film screenings. Simply because, like, Aniplex is teaming up with Funimation Films to make sure that this is in a wider range of theaters, just like 
Dragon Ball Broly was. Awesome. And then we also have digital on June 22nd, which is interesting. Yes, and that's really nice to see because obviously vaccines are going out now, but not everyone's vaccinated. Not everyone feels safe going to a theater. So having that option widely announced and widely stated that, hey, it'll be out June 22nd on digital is really nice to see. And I think it's kind of intentional that's that date because the Blu-ray comes out the week before that. So yeah, I think that that's kind of been a prevailing theory that they weren't going to do digital until the Blu-ray was out in Japan. And that's kind of aligning with this. Yeah, that's like usually stipulated in any contract uh, when it comes to any like home releases or uh, like digital releases for certain shows or movies that uh, if it's like a licensed title from Japan that they usually have to wait until after the 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 home video release in Japan. Otherwise, there's a lot of fears of like reverse importation because usually uh, North American releases are more like wider. If it's like for a show, they'll have like usually the whole series on on like a set of discs that are sold together instead of like uh, four or five separate discs. Exactly. Yes, this is very nice to see because like I know a lot of people have been anxious to hear about when Mugen Train is gonna be in theaters and when we can all finally watch it especially since a lot of other countries have already gotten the movie and it's kind of just painful waiting to see the movie that is making waves globally so i mean this is probably a stupid question but i'm gonna just throw it out there because there are people like me that like asking stupid questions or listening to the show i'm sure when they say digital do they mean like itunes and stuff digital or like i think yeah i think that's what it means like you can run it from like prime or itunes and shit like that yeah so they gave out a full list of where it's gonna be i'm trying to pop that up right now okay here we go yeah so when they mean digital the platforms that they specifically mentioned were apple tv the microsoft store voodoo google play playstation store and amazon okay which makes sense because I, I don't I, I didn't necessarily think I just in case, though, I didn't necessarily think we'd be seeing it on like Crunchyroll or Hulu or anything like that. Yeah, I doubt that's happening, or at least for a little while. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. They they definitely want you to purchase this in some way. And like as wonderful as it would be to be on those services, you're already paying for those. So they're not really getting more money from that. <laughs> so... Yeah, it makes sense that they'd want you to buy it. And then once they've, like, exhausted that avenue, then I can see it moving to, like, streaming services. Yeah, and I think the bright side here is that, like, their Aniplex's digital releases are usually not as expensive as their Blu-rays, obviously. Like, I think the Kizu films are, like, $13 to buy them and $4 to rent. So I'd assume the price range would be roughly the same. Okay, that's not too bad. All right. Yeah, so if you aren't able to go to theaters for whatever reason, that is a very good option and a safe option. But that wraps up our news for this episode, because, yeah, there wasn't a lot to talk about. We had kind of a nice little snug episode. Indeed. So let's talk about where you can find us and then get the then go slay some other things. You can find me at the Regal Theater watching Demon Slayer Moving Train in 4DX. <laughs> oh, my God. Marion, where can people actually find you? Okay, um, <laughs> people can find me on Twitter at microwavy the eat before the beep. Um, uh, I have a card 
uh, that's linked on my Twitter, uh, that it has links to all of the other projects I'm in. Uh, I co-host other podcasts like the Good Friends Anime Club, at Good Friends Cast on Twitter, Haiku Podcast, at Haiku Pod. Um, I'm on the Shaman King, oh, Oversoul Shaman King Podcast with Freelord and Sakaki. That's super fun. And we have a new project where I'm the actual like lead host, like introducing everything. And that is Saturday Night Shoggy. And it's a, it's a new podcast where we cover Shonen Sunday and like Shogakukan stuff in general. I'm really happy and excited to put out more episodes as we record them. It's a monthly thing. So I'm sure Sakaki and Wheeler can talk a little more about it later. Uh, besides that, I also write. Uh, I write reviews and editorials for uh, Toonami Faithful at ToonamiFaithful.com. Uh, the weekly uh, Shonen Sunday blog, WSSTalkback.blogspot.com. And on my own personal blog, HeavensDoorknob.wordpress.com. Awesome. And Sakaki, where can people find you? Everywhere you guys are. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can find me at uh, at WSS Talkback on Twitter, where I talk about all the greatness that is Shonen Sunday. And lately, it has been rising in profile with the Taisho winner, with uh, anime, and all this stuff. So, if you're ever interested in Shonen Shogaku Khan and Shonen Sunday stuff that isn't just Takahashi or Detective Conan, come to us. We got you handled. And of course, I'm always looking for new blood. If you're interested in writing something or talking about something please by all means uh we've the charity night shoggy is i won't say so much it's it's affiliate well yeah it is it's affiliated with the show um so definitely check out both we do a lot of good work on that i'm slowly learning how to edit so (laughs) hopefully that'll the next episode be out on time i'm I'm, I'm making good progress on that, so yeah. Uh, you can also find me at Kirobon, K-I-I-R-O-B-N, on Twitter. Mm, enough said. Uh, there's also <laughs> another day, another adventure that I do with Colton, which is all about Dragon Ball, and that's at another DB pod. And that we're going to be recording soon, so for another episode, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, I write for Toonami Faithful as well, and of course I'm with on dsp and oversoul with these fine with my fine friends here uh yeah that that pretty much covers that i need to make a card at some point because i feel bad that my kirobon profile as much as i more or less ignore that twitter account <laughs> it, it doesn't have it doesn't reflect everything i do and i really should like make a card so i can do that <clears throat> cards are surprisingly useful i caved in after mary and made theirs and God, the interface just looks so nice. It is. I know, it's so clean. It, it is super nice. I, I remember looking at somebody else's and being really impressed. And, of course, Marion's. So, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Yes, definitely follow both Marion and Sakaki. They are both super awesome people, and you should give them both some of your love. Turn me into an influencer. <laughs> yes, tur- turn Marion into an influencer. They deserve it. But if, if for some reason you're interested in what I'm doing, I don't know why, you can find me on Twitter at VLORDGTZ, and I write various things and editorials for ToonamiFaithful.com, and also manga and light novel reviews for Old-Comic.com. And aside from that, I'm involved with a bunch of different podcasts, some of which Marion and Sakaki have already mentioned, of course, Saturday Night Shoggy, 
on Twitter at Sat Night Shoggy, over so Shaman King Podcast, at Shaman King Pod, then also the Dumb Weebs Podcast on Twitter at Dumb Weebs Pod, and then I also am an occasional co-host on the Tanami Faithful Podcast on Twitter at Tanami Podcast, and then I'm sometimes on Manga Mavericks on Twitter at Manga underscore Mavericks, so you can check out all of those places. And as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayer Podcast, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website itself at TanamiFaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And you can check those for any updates about the podcast as they come in. And the podcast is on basically every podcast platform out there Anchor, Spotify Podbay, Apple Podcasts you name it, we're there so just go check us out subscribe and give us some love and that does it for this episode so we will see you guys later night night, don't let the demons bite your neck I just, I don't know I I am still obsessed with like the fact that Tondro beheads himself (laughs) Slay (laughs) slay some dreams everybody, slay some dreams (laughs) 